I'm going to recommend this. The Steakhouse. Yeah, Awesome. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Ten twenty three, Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game ten o'clock hours brought to you by your man cave store. Visit your man cave store at visitmancavestore.com. As uh, you know, last week at this time we were kicking it around about the 49ers and Chiefs, kicking it around that number thirteen. Yeah, the Taylor Swift, all that nonsense about her lucky number. They had 49ers, 49s, 13. It's a 13-hour flight from, uh, uh, um, you know, Tokyo to, to Las Vegas. And uh, the 13th game that she's attended or blah, 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 whatever. We were, we were looking at over-unders. We were looking at prop bets. All these fun things to do. Sandra was pushing all her chips to the middle of the table. That's literally the definition of taking your entire season of winnings and putting it on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So a, a very successful football season. At one point this season. You got such a high out of me doing that. I love that. I just wasn't. You were right there with me. I just know that you bet. I don't do that. Very yeah. conservatively. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I just love the that. best year of my career. Yeah, well, you did get on the air and win like 13 in a row or something crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, that was I, nuts. I went 12 and 1. 12 and mm-hmm. 1. So, yeah, I give you. I give the queen all the credit in the world. And I bet like 10 and $20, y'all. Believe me. It's just fun for me. You didn't bet 10 or 20 on the Super Bowl. No, I did not. You put had a every nice little penny account. you won mm-hmm. was yeah. in there. And you, you're taking that money to Vegas? I, it's paying for my trip to Vegas in two weeks. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why gambling's so good. Look how excited you are for that. <laughs> Look at you with the high of life. Joining us right now. Steve knows. A guy that understands. <laughs> I did a bit this morning. Steve Holman, voice of the Hawks, joining us. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Yeah, so good. I'm out walking right now on the on the lake in Noonan, which is the Noonan version of the Beltline. Okay, nice. very nice. The Noonan. Yes. It's like, uh, and 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 it's been a, a little bit of a New England theme this morning because the documentary and the Patriots is coming out. So we've been kicking that around. And I talked about my love for dog tracks because I grew up. I would ditch school and I'd go to Raynham Raynham Twaton Dog Track <laughs> and Wonderland in Revere. That's where you learn. Yeah. That's where you learn about life. Are you familiar with those two places? Uh, yes, I'm a little too familiar with both of those places, actually. <laughs> but that, <laughs> I would argue, if you want to make a great documentary, okay, you show up at Raynham Taunton Dog Track in Massachusetts on a Thursday afternoon at three twenty with a guy with his betting, uh, you know, program in front of him, and you say to him. How did you end up here? Right. And let him tell his life story because I promise you he's had a couple of slip-ups along the way. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I used to spend a lot of time at the Seabrook Greyhound Park. Yeah, too. another one, New Seabrook, Hampshire. New Hampshire. Seabrook, New Hampshire. There you go. I'm telling you, Santa, when you grow up up there, that's like a thing. You go to the dogs. Hey, Did they have poker? Well, Rockingham, Rockingham Park, Rocking- you know, the horses yep. was right up the street from Lawrence where I grew up. So. And Suffolk Downs. Uh, I spent a lot of time there, too. Yeah. Steve Holman with us. What's our streak at? What's our number at, sir? Uh, 29.71 as of right now. That's amazing. So how many consecutive years have you not missed in Atlanta Hawks play-by-play? Well, I started counting when John Sterling left to go to the Yankees, which was like March 1st of 89. So, so I had done the games with John for the first three years, and when he would do TV, I would do radio. I never counted those. I probably should have. 
but I just started counting when he left, so I haven't missed one since then. So you haven't missed a game in 35 years, um, right. Colin Hawks games, which is remarkable. I don't care if you work at an ice cream store it's and so you give for work for 35 straight <laughs> years. So, so let me ask you this. With all the influencers out there talking about taking ice baths and saunas and hyperbolic chambers and all kinds of – this guy right here, do you attribute – um, you know, a good uh, pasta primavera and a great glass of red wine and a couple of walks <laughs> now and then as the best, you know, like I'm tired of hearing all these guys tell me what I should be doing. You did it for 35 years. Last I checked, you're not spending six days a week over there at Planet Fitness, right? No, I'm not. But I do walk just about every day now, yep. which I didn't do. I mean, for a long time, I, I think I'm probably in better shape now than I was 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, because as you different lifestyle, as the clock ticks as yeah. the clock ticks you start to think more about it you know yeah so the closest you Take were to, the, the closest you were to missing games over the years uh well i've been sick a few times you know that uh, the doctor would have to give me a shot in the uh buttocks you yeah. know with like uh adrenaline or something like that and a steroid shot uh i would get those in the morning and be able to do the game at night and they told me i was nuts to do it uh but uh but other than that you know there uh, a couple of times uh you know, uh, it was a little dicey there when, when Junior passed. I mean, but he uh, he wanted me to do the games every night, so uh, I did it. And, uh, you know, they did a nice tribute to him. But that, that, those are probably the closest times I've come to missing. How different is Steve Holman traveling with the Atlanta Hawks of 2024 and uh, Steve Holman traveling with the Hawks of 1992? <laughs> well, you know, we had started, just barely started doing charters around 92. But before that, uh, we were always on commercial flights. And when you played back-to-back games, the NBA had a rule where you had to be uh, on the first flight out. So we used to, you know, uh, pretty much, pretty often, we'd get 4.35 a.m. wake-up calls and uh, be on the bus and go to the airport. And uh, I'd be standing in various airports with all the guys and you know, at 5.30 in the morning, they'd be there eating chili dogs or whatever in the, in the, the airport. No, right. So it's a little real. different now. I, I, listen. Yeah, the charters are, are certainly a lot nicer now. I mean, I, it's, it's a nice way to go. I told, tell the story of walking into Logan Airport, and there's Bird, Parrish, and McHale Crazy. and Casey Jones sitting uh, next to Jerry from Buffalo on his business trip, right, um, yeah. coming back from. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, and he's sitting next to Danny Ainge. And those poor guys played the night before yeah. and they're at the airport at 5 a.m. That was a real thing. Oh, yeah, it was. I mean, it, was, it didn't change until, you know, when it started to change, when Detroit won the championship, I think it was 89, and uh, Chuck Daly had them start chartering. They were the first team to do it. So you know how the copycat thing goes. Everybody started doing it uh, at that time. Uh, and we didn't do it all the time. We did it some of the times, uh, mostly when we would have a back-to-back, but – uh, I'll tell you uh, a, a little story that uh, I won't tell you who it was because I, I, I can't do that. But one of our players, when we started chartering, would tell uh, his his wife, lovely wife, <laughs> that we'd be coming home the next day like we usually do, and we'd be <laughs> chartering home. Oh, and, boy. Uh, oh, boy. And, one, and one day, one of the other wives was talking to this other particular wife and said uh, – Gee, they didn't get home until two o'clock this morning or whatever, and, and she was like, "Well, no, they came home today at uh, you know noon or whatever." Yeah, 
and uh, that there. resulted in some problems. Yeah, a little gap there uh, for sure. I want to get to buy yeah. or sell in a second. But Hold ver- on, I have to Google who got divorced over yeah. the years. <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them. Um, Steve, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not happy with the first half of the season. Um, probably in a lot of ways, you know, it's, it's the worst scenario, right? We're, we're not competing uh, for a real playoff spot other than the uh, play-in. Um, Trace having a spectacular year, as good as I've ever seen. But what do you think is the biggest issue? And, and why are we sitting where we're sitting 50-something games into the season? Well, that's a good question, Stake, because, uh, you know, I never thought we'd be where we are right now. Uh, the thing is, though, I mean, if you want to look at a positive side, uh, other than the other night in Charlotte, that was a, you know, that was a debacle. But uh, I think we are playing better, you know, believe it or not. We had won six of the last eight or whatever. And, and Quinn thinks that we're playing better now, too. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of looking at it now. You know, we get in that 10, 9, 8, 7 spot in the play-in, and you kind of look at that like, well, anything can happen. You know, I mean, once you're in, you're in. But uh, the problems have been, you know, multifaceted. Uh, A lot of them have been injuries, uh, guys missing games, which happens all around the league, I know. Uh, But uh, but we've had a lot lot of them at at worst times. You know, Clint Capella's out, and then all of a sudden, Edyeka gets hurt uh, with his toe, and we – we end up with really just Bruno Fernando as our center and no other backup. And, you know, it's been one thing after another. And the, the chemistry thing has, you know, has been a little bit of a problem. Uh, but some nights, I mean, when things are clicking, they look great. So Well, we'll see. Uh, I like, like the I, optimism. I like the optimism. That's how you do this for 35 years. you got to stay optimistic. So remember that, Sandra, right? Always do. Right. Stay optimistic. 